0: Here at BBCT, we are listener supported. We may not be suitable for younger or more sensitive listeners. Listen at your own discretion. Enjoy. <laughs> Boozers, welcome back to another exciting episode of Barks, Bruise, and a Casket for Two. I'm your host Jess,
1: and I'm Liz, and this is episode three.
0: Episode three. Welcome. We've gotten this far.
1: Oh yeah. Um, this will be the last episode. Mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) so welcome to episode three, Boozers. On this podcast, we will be talking about lesser-known spooky tales. That we believe haven't gotten enough attention or light that they deserve, all while drinking beer from small business breweries and talking about our favorite small dog rescues.
0: Absolutely. And uh, we are proud dog parents, beer enthusiasts, and we have a passion for anything horror based or just scary altogether.
1: We are going to try. To bring you ghost tales, cryptids, aliens, Mm -hmm. legends, conspiracies, D, all of the above to bring you anything and all things spooky.
0: Well, uh, this weekend, we took a fantastic trip to Tahoe, Lake Tahoe area. We
1: did. Um, We went to the Carson City, City Reno, Dayton Mm -hmm. uh, area of Nevada. And um, for those of you... That don't know. In Nevada, there is uh, Lake Tahoe. It's like California and Nevada. It mm-hmm. shares. There's a part of Lake Tahoe that's in Nevada and a part of Lake Tahoe that's in California.
0: Yeah. So something that I found very interesting about that area, and I might be late to being aware of these things, um, brothels are still a thing, <laughs> which blew my mind completely. Listen, it's, it's like if, living in the Old West.
1: If we... Had the time, I would have gone to the bunny ranch so fast.
0: Well, I mean, I think that's you know, it's an art form in its own. I'm not, I'm not judging anything. I mean, the only reason we're doing this is because we don't have the guts to make an OnlyFans, you know. We don't, <laughs> I
1: was all about that madam, whatever, red light beret, 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 cabaret, cabaret, <laughs> cabaret. a good beret.
0: <laughs> that's it. Look awesome. I'm a little sad we didn't get to stop by and uh, check it out
1: next time. Next N- time, we'll go to the. We're gonna call it the Bure. Yeah. We're gonna to go to the buray, the buray, and then the um the bunny ranch was right there.
0: I've so. never seen um.
1: You were very excited about it. You're like, there's the bunny ranch, and you actually had to look it up. Ma. I did.
0: Well, I looked it up because I remember there being a, a TV show, and I saw this on TV, and I completely forgot about it, and it just, you know, shot back into my memory once I saw the sign for it, and I was blown away. Uh, thank you to my sister and my brother in law for having us out there. And, yes, uh, they showed us about town, and there's this, this awesome, awesome, awesome restaurant. Um, called what was it? It was
1: the Dayton Tap. The House. Dayton yes.
0: Tap House.
1: Which I talked to the owner, and while I was sneaking the bill, um, <laughs> and I asked the the owner, "Hey, um, I gotta ask since I'm so nerdy about this, are you guys haunted?" <laughs> straight up are you haunted and he said heck yeah we're haunted and i was like no way no freaking way (laughs) so he was like oh god i have to tell you some stories and and then we ended up we had to leave um because we had to catch the flight home so i didn't get to hear any of these stories but we will be going back to the Dayton tap house next time we're out there um, absolutely because their food was amazing the service was awesome that was just like the coolest place and it it has a lot of history too um like there was old movies that were filmed there like marilyn monroe was there and stuff and it was it was the coolest little place um and i would love it if every time we were in that area we could go because they were awesome
0: and one of the things that stuck out to me it's you know a lot of these places you go like i want italian food they got it you want a burger they got it they they really kind of just perfect everything. It doesn't matter what kind of food it's, you know, it is. They have
1: like barbecue, Italian, yeah. Mexican, American. Yeah. They have like D, all of the above on this list. Absolutely. And so the good. guy was so nice. And can I just say that the um, the chef cooked my burger the way that I like it. Uh, Moving
0: still with movement.
1: <laughs> I love my burgers and my steak blue Mm. um for those of you that don't know what blue is because apparently it's not common i'm just a crazy person uh it's a step underneath rare so basically you're just eating alive (laughs) meat. um and he cooked it fantastically just right on the money right on the money and i was very stoked for that so good
0: good glad you enjoyed it (laughs) plus like that that whole area looks super spooky i I, yeah that hotel man i don't know it's it's just like an old cowboy town. We'll it's have abandoned. to
1: do an episode on the dance.
0: Absolutely. Paths, but, All right. Well, yeah. uh so yeah, so like we said we were out in Tahoe um,
1: while we were while we were out in Tahoe, we decided to completely switch our story this week. So we sure had a completely different story planned for you guys. Um <laughs> and then we went to Tahoe and we were like, fuck it, let's do something else. <laughs> and we changed it so quick. And I will probably regret it later. But I
0: mean, because <laughs> I don't little feel, more confidence in yourself. I don't
1: feel as prepared. I don't as feel no. I would not. have with our other story, but mm-hmm. we were just so wrapped up in Tahoe and like everything. We love it out there. We yeah. actually went out there to go look at a wedding venue. That's how mm-hmm. much we love it. Mm-hmm. So um, we're not
0: getting married. We just wanted to.
1: We just we just want to feel special. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Be I, shown all the greatest absolutely. places. Absolutely. I wore a wedding dress for the occasion. Mm-hmm. Um just cuz mm-hmm. just more to a pretty.
1: Yeah. I just like I like my free shit. So mm-hmm. um so we love Tahoe and everything it has to offer. So while we were out there, we decided, why not?
0: Absolutely. Let's
1: switch our story. <laughs> so you know, we're going to see how this goes today. Yeah.
0: And I mean there the history behind Tahoe. There's there's some stuff there.
1: Oh yeah. So with that, Jess, where are we drinking from today?
0: We are drinking the brewery at Lake Tahoe. Oh. Located in South Lake Tahoe on Lake Tahoe Boulevard. There's a whole lot of Tahoe in there.
1: That's a Just lot of so Tahoe. So much
0: Tahoe. And uh you what are am drinking. I, what am I drinking? The White Out Wit.
1: What? The White Out Wit. Mm. It's a Belgian
0: white. Oh, so I, mean, I love me a good Belgian white. This wheat beer brewed with German barley, orange peel, and co- uh, it's so hard to say, coriander. 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 Oh. So I mean, interesting. interesting. You sound very fancy. Uh, it's super fancy. <laughs> uh, it should be the first choice on like a sunny day in Tahoe. It's super crisp. Delicious. I love a
1: good crisp, uh, like sunny... Day yeah. beer.
0: It's, it's light. It's like a 5.0 percentage. So I mean, it's it's not too heavy. You're not gonna feel like in the sun gross and heavy. Good. So I, I don't know. It's really good beer.
1: Yay! What are you drinking?
0: I am drinking, of course, because I am super basic. The pumpkin spice ale. Oh,
1: of course you are. Mm. I can't get you away from
0: the damn pumpkin spice. <laughs> I love fall. Anyways, it's the amber ale infused with fresh pumpkin spice seasoning. And it's a 6.2 percentage. So I mine, think, it's a little heavier.
1: I think you're one of the, you're just the typical basic bitch that loves, loves fall it. and loves their pumpkin loves spice. It. I I don't know anyone that and, drinks pumpkin yeah. spice as much as you. Well,
0: honestly. I'm just, I'm slowly turning into a basic, basic white, white girl. White girl, yes. Yeah. Because, you know, Trulys and pumpkin spice. And, of hmm. course. anyways that's what i'm drinking
1: awesome well i guess pick up your beers boozers and let's cheers
0: oh that's good Mm. that's that's
1: it's very belgiany
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's a taste it's totally a taste it's a taste mine's very creamy and delicious
1: okay (laughs) all right mr pumpkin I guess with that, let's hop into it. Let's
0: hop into it. Set to be the most famous of the Tahoe legends is that of Tahoe Tessie.
1: How adorable! I know. Not but, to be confused with Nessie, right?
0: So it's thought to be a long lost cousin of the Loch Ness Monster. Oh. AKA nessie
1: so you're doing a cryptid i'm
0: doing a cryptid yay! this is our first cryptid first
1: cryptid yay! And i'm so excited i
0: love cryptids so much
1: i do love a good Oof. i love a good cryptid
0: yeah it's supposed to be like a long lost relative of nessie how cute can you imagine thanksgiving what a what a sight what hmm? for tessie loch ness monster and nessie tessie nessie cousins
1: yeah, what is, I'm confused about Thanksgiving.
0: Because I was like, can you imagine their like family reunions Thanksgiving? Oh,
1: got it, got it, got it. Wow. I, I just started thinking about food. <laughs> I was really excited. Uh, okay. These
0: tales of Tessie date back to the days of the Washow and Washu. Is it Washow? I, I wrote down how to pronounce it.
1: Oh, you did?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, well. Well, oh, fuck me. Go ahead. All
0: right, let's start over. <laughs> These tales of Tessie date back to the days of the Washu and Paiute Indians. It was rumored that Tessie called the sacred area beneath East Shore's Cave Rock her home. The indigenous people held the large creature at such high regards that even speaking of the animal was considered unthinkable, as it was rumored to be the cause of blinding or death. To just talk about this animal.
1: So... If I was like, oh, Tessie, they believe that, blind, Blind, done. Or dead. Oh, yeah, I'm dead. (laughs) That's it.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're a Tessie. (laughs) Now, in current times, the sightings are still numerous. From the 1970s onward, countless stories of eyewitness accounts of a snake-like being that surfaces and then vanishes into the depths of Tahoe waters. A lot of the eyewitness accounts had explained the same likeness of an animal in great length, sometimes as long as 20 feet. That's that's insane to me. That's a big snake and I hate it with everything inside of me.
1: I know you hate you mm, hate those I hate snakes. snakes
0: so much. But I'm sure it's cute. I'm I feel like this is an adorable animal.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm sure she like
0: It's probably actually quite terrifying. But I mean, it causes blindness and death. Maybe and it's still kind of cute
1: it's just like you know she's different the people don't know her so they're like oh she just causes <laughs> she, you to go blind
0: so you just think she's misunderstood she's misunderstood she's, that's all she's, she is she's just trying to survive just doing her thing she's leave just, her alone
1: she's really misunderstood she don't just, look at her,
0: <laughs> don't, don't, say even, her don't, name. don't say her name nothing
1: but she's just really misunderstood
0: it is said that it is 20 feet long but its head is extremely small There's few accounts of anybody actually seeing the head of the massive creature. It's said to move up and down, unlike snakes that move from side to side. Oh. So it doesn't move like like a
1: snake. um, I got you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's almost, I feel like if I was thinking of like a Loch Ness monster, that's the way I'd see it moving, right? Those who have seen Tahoe Tessie with their own eyes say that the vision will never leave their minds or be forgotten. One of the most famous witnesses to the beast is no other than Jacques Cousteau. Cousteau had reported to have said that he witnessed something that the public was never ready to see. Other accounts have surfaced through the years, from a fisherman witnessing a 15-foot-long serpent swimming beneath his boat to a scuba diver happening upon the monster's cave. Oh, so he
1: came across her home.
0: I can only imagine. I don't know how it would... How you would know it was? So there are like so many caves. How do you know that that's exactly cave? I mean, there are enough sightings to back up the potential truth of the story. Take for example Mickey Daniels, the owner of the charter fishing boat Big Mac Two, which is a wonderful name for a fishing boat.
1: The Big Mac Two. The
0: Big Mac Two. That's a
1: terrible name. (laughs) I don't know.
0: (laughs) I feel like the guys were all burly. I'm just thinking
1: of a McDonald's sandwich now on
0: that boat. Gross. Yeah. It's gross. Who, along with others around the boat, witnessed a creature creating a wake the size of a boat. So that's terrifying. Hmm. That's a big wake. Yeah, it is. Another witness and local business owner, Mike Conway, saw Tahoe Tessie swimming while shooting a TV TV commercial in the mid 80s. Okay. Yeah. So it is said that the the actual footage is online somewhere. You just got to dig deep for it because I couldn't find it. Oh, you couldn't? No. I mean, if it's, you know, if he was filming a commercial, it's got to be somewhere, right? In 2004, because of the number of accounts, there was a global conference held in Lake Tahoe that discussed the unidentified swimming objects, otherwise known as USOs. The discussion was held in January and the Squaw Valley Institute under the guidance of Dr. Charles Goldman of UC Davis Tahoe Research Group. The seminar discussed past eyewitness accounts by scientists and an additional conference highlighted the subject of USOs. Some even say that Tessie is nothing more than a Jurassic creature, which even if it was, is equally amazing. Right. It could possibly be a massive sturgeon or a new species of freshwater eel. Whatever the case, there's one thing for certain. There's a very large creature out there swimming in the depths of Lake Tahoe.
1: So do you believe in Tahoe Tessie?
0: I believe in Tahoe Tessie. Okay. Because it's it's one of the deepest lakes in America. Would it be crazy to think that there was something in there? Hmm. I don't think so. What do, you, what do you think?
1: I believe in Tahoe Tessie. I be, i am a good cryptid believer. I believe in I my want, cryptid.
0: I want shirts.
1: <laughs> okay. So I have an account of Tessie. Oh. Yes. Because in my research um, that I was doing for my story, a lot of Tessie came up in my stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's not that they're connected, but they both have to do with the lake. Okay. So... Um, Tessie made headlines in the San Francisco Chronicle on July 12, 1984, when the paper reported that two women had seen the Lake Tahoe Leviathan a month earlier. Oh, wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Tahoe City residentials Patsy McKay and Diane Mm Stavakis were hiking above the West Shore when they spotted a creature swimming in the lake. McKay said the beast was about 17 feet long, She watched it closely and saw it surface three times like a little submarine. Her companion said that the creature had a humpback and seemed to surface in a whale-like manner. She was also sure that it wasn't a diver, a log, or a large ripple.
0: She still sounds adorable. I love her. Little submarine. That's cute. I love it.
1: I know.
0: I mean, so it seems like the 80s were a prime time for Tessie.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. That was like her time to show. Yeah. Okay. That was exciting. I love a good little. Yeah. Little Cryptid little story. Fish tale. I guess it's my turn. Tis. Okay. So I'm going to do something a little more morbid. Uh, not as cute.
0: <laughs> not as adorable. Not
1: as adorable. Sorry. So this is the rumored conspiracy of the bodies at the bottom of Lake Tahoe. <laughs> what (laughs) yes um which i actually didn't know this or didn't hear about this until i we went to tahoe and then i started researching things so i was like this is crazy Um, yeah that's
0: gross and scary and
1: terrifying (laughs) so i didn't do this earlier but our sources for today are from tahoe weirdus.com lake tahoe thisweek.com dot and fs.usda.gov okay okay so for those of us that don't know where lake tahoe is specifically our um other country listeners hello hello lake tahoe is 506 miles north of los angeles california which is about seven hours and 36 minutes 222 miles northeast of San Francisco, which is about three hours and 46 minutes. And it is 57 miles or an hour and 14 minutes south of Reno, Nevada.
0: Reno, Nevada.
1: Yes, where we just flew into Mm -hmm. this weekend. That's a
0: good airport. It was a good airport. That was in and out.
1: It was very quick. Okay, so Lake Tahoe is 22 miles long north to south and 12 miles wide with 72 miles of shoreline
0: that's insanity yeah
1: it's a it's huge this lake is huge um i remember the first time we went there for my birthday um i don't a couple years ago i don't remember a lot (laughs) of
0: that trip
1: i remember coming over the hill And after you get up the big hill and, like, go through that tunnel, you see the lake. And I was just like, (gasps) I was just in awe. I was like, this is crazy. Because I hadn't been to Tahoe since I was very young. Yeah, and this was
0: before the the birthday shenanigans began. So I do remember coming in and seeing that. And it was just breathtaking. Right.
1: It was gorgeous. Huge. Um, Gorgeous. So the lake levels and depth varies. But the deepest recorded depth of the lake so far today is 1,645 feet. And it's one of the clearest lakes in the world. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful.
0: That water is clear is. as the day is wide. Oh, it is gorgeous.
1: Lake Tahoe is a perfect vacation spot for families, friends, and everyone in between, no matter the season. From snowy mountains surrounding the beautiful lake to the water itself, it truly makes for a perfect getaway. I feel like I'm advertising, like... For a vacation rental or something in Tahoe. And come to the beautiful snowy mountain.
0: We take checks.
1: <laughs> and Venmo. And Venmo. Yet through all the beauty and fun in this seemingly perfect vacation spot, not many people realize the dark past of this beautiful place.
0: That's always it.
1: There's so much rich history embedded in Lake Tahoe and the surrounding area, and so many stories filled with myths, legends, conspiracy theories, and ghosts.
0: Mm. Ghosts. Ghosts live there. Ghosts mm-hmm. live there.
1: Centuries ago, Native Americans recognized the power of Lake Tahoe and the spirituality the area holds. As the region grew and changed over the years, it brought with it the Comstock load, mobsters, and people with, with massive wealth who built mansions on the lake. That was. So it
0: just grabbed the attention of everybody, of every kind of crowd.
1: Right. And I. I'm probably an idiot and i had to look up what the comstock load was because i did not know because i'm clearly uneducated uh and the comstock load is a historic gold and silver source in the virginia mountains of western nevada oh
0: i didn't know that so i don't i don't think you're an idiot
1: the basis of the boom the Comstock low boom mm. lasted from the 1850s throughout the late 19th century. Okay. Yeah. So it was just like a spot for everyone. Yeah. From the Hellman Airman Mansion to the historic Thunderbird Lodge, there is no shortage of haunting tales. A Reno Gazette Journal article claims... That around the late 1800s, Lake Tahoe was essentially a dumping ground for Chinese railroad workers' bodies. What? Yes. So it gets oh a little god. dark here. Um, big groups were tied together and weighed down and thrown into the lake by the hundreds in hopes that they would sink straight to the bottom while still alive.
0: What? Oh this, my god. This was the rumor. That is absolutely terrible.
1: It was also rumored that in the mid-1900s, the mob would put cement blocks on the feet of their victims and let them sink to the bottom of the lake. Oh. The mob was involved Jeez. somehow, too. So according to local legend... um off the south shore of lake tahoe it served as a dumping ground for the place of mob victims this um gives us a more i guess exact date from the 1920s to the 1950s okay um hundreds of gangsters corpses are suspended in the depths as or so they say preserved from decay and prevented from gas bloated surfacing by the near freezing deep waters
0: so these bodies are almost pristine
1: right oh my goodness because the water is so cold yeah. at those low depths that it just preserves the body yeah.
0: can you imagine just a little getaway a little, a little dip
1: oh there's the body
0: in Lake Tahoe yeah
1: so this tale is so well known throughout the locals of Tahoe that the local fishermen referred to this area as the graveyard Oy. And a Tahoe boat mafia execution was featured in the climax of The Godfather Part Two, which gives way to people thinking that it had a little bit of truth to it. Yeah, because they they used that. Well, the
0: Godfellows. good Godfellas. Go- Godfather, the Godfather did it. The good the good Godfellows, the good,
1: Godfellas. The good
0: Godfellas. God Godfellas. <laughs>
1: good god fellas there is no exact number of bodies at the bottom of the lake but locals different conspiracy theorists and some frequent divers of the lake estimate that over 200 bodies are still preserved down below because of the cold temperatures in 2011 Donald Christopher Windecker's body was recovered and identified after dying in a diving accident 17 years ago. Windecker's whole body was still in his wetsuit and boots when he was found, thus providing more evidence for how long bodies can be preserved down there. So this was a guy who tragically died in a diving accident, but they're saying that this proves that um, bodies can be Preserved down at the depths. Basically
0: a freezer. Right.
1: According to the Reno Gazette Journal, Chinese railroad workers were brought into Truckee to build railroads, and instead of paying them and giving them promised citizenship like they were supposed to receive at the end of the job, many of them, like I said earlier, were tied together and brought out to the middle of the lake and dumped with weights attached to their bodies or tied up and dumped in the hundreds. Uh, This means that not only are there hundreds of bodies tied together, but they're all preserved because of the cold temperatures, or so it's said.
0: I can't get over that.
1: And here's where our stories will cross over. Oh. An independent filmmaker and explorer by the name Jacques Cousteau Ah. ah, received some deep sea diving equipment and supposedly found the location where all these bodies were. Cousteau was hoping to make a documentary about it, but when Cousteau returned, he said he would not film it because the world was not ready to see what the U.S. government did to these poor people. Mm-hmm. And then the Record Gazette Journal said, we are not fully aware if these reports are true, but it was said that in quotations, powerful people, put a stop to further missions and explorations of bodies at the bottom. Oh
0: my goodness.
1: So, you know, top men.
0: Top men.
1: (laughs) That's Uh, insane. Yeah. This is a straight... Like a cover-up.
0: Yeah, this is a cover-up. Oh yeah. We need Nick Cage here Dad.
1: Junior Matt Decker, an avid visitor of Lake Tahoe, talked about the conspiracy at the bottom of the lake. He stated, I think it's 100% true. I could see why it's true, because it's a perfect place and way to hide a body, as it's one of the deepest lakes in America. Mm. It's what I'd do. <gasps> so, we're learning now that Junior Matt Decker
0: has thought about murder.
1: Or has murdered. Or
0: has Murdered. <laughs>
1: We're kidding. Matthew. I'm kidding, Matthew. Um, we don't know that for sure. But if you have, I guess you got the perfect place out there oh. <laughs> to do
0: it. <laughs> you wanna, you wanna know how to get rid of a body?
1: <laughs> Just go to Junior Matt Decker. <laughs> um, most of the supposed bodies are believed to be in Emerald Bay, where a new scuba diving trail was made. Most sightings of bodies have occurred when the water temperature warms up which makes sense. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, according to an article by Forbes, many fishermen have claimed to see bodies floating at the surface.
0: It reminds I I get like a like a a Lord of the Rings vibe.
1: Oh, are you talking about in <clears throat> the Two Towers where Frodo goes and yeah. he goes to just... the dead the dead marshes?
0: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's scary. Yeah, oh, that's God. kind
1: of what I'm getting, but it's like way down there, like yeah.
0: not just floating at the top not Frodo levels
1: bodies are said to stay preserved because at depths of six to seven hundred feet the lake consistently stays at a temperature of around 39 degrees so that's cold enough apparently to preserve a body
0: <laughs> that's how i like my room when i go to <laughs> just bed just 39 degrees just,
1: 39 just degrees. body just
0: fans still going
1: body preserved. little razzle babble At this temperature, it prevents gases to lead to decomposition and from being released into the body. So this is why they're thinking that there are still so many bodies preserved down there.
0: It makes sense. And that
1: lake's so big, they haven't, you know... It's not like you just... Drain the lake. Right. So it's funny that you mentioned draining the lake.
0: Mm.
1: Because, fun fact, uh, Lake Tahoe is the largest alpine lake in North America oh. and you could completely submerge the Empire State Building in New York which stands at 1400 square feet um, and the lake is 1600 square Jeez. feet deep so you could put the yes. entire Empire State Building down there um, so. it's the second deepest lake in the United States And one of the deepest lakes in the world. Also, fun fact there are approximately 36.15 cubic miles of water in Lake Tahoe, or approximately 39 trillion gallons of water in Lake Tahoe. So. According to Keep Tahoe Blue, that's enough water to cover a flat area the size of California with 14 inches of water. It's also enough to supply everyone in the United States with 50 gallons of water per day for five years.
0: Oh my God.
1: So. That's a
0: lot of water. If
1: you drain the lake, it would basically cover like if California was just flat mm. and there's nothing else going on it cover all of california with 14 inches of water.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's a lot.
1: So Tahoe's huge and it's not just like let's drain the lake. Um <laughs> a majority of the bodies down there are believed to still be in their original clothing as well. Oh, Again, goodness. with freezing temperatures, it's believed that it would preserve everything. Everything. Yeah. Tahoe has long been rumored to be home to the underwater mob graveyard. Uh, And one of the stories that was told was that a few years back, a fisherman trolling off the south shore got his hook caught on something in the depths. When he finally freed it and released his catch back to his boat, he found a well-preserved human ear on the end of the line. What? Another version of this tale is that the fisherman had snagged a three-fingered human hand. Oh. Yeah.
0: Well, time to reel them in, boys. So Let's call it a night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so because of the different stories and the different tales, it's not known exactly where the bodies specifically are, or how many bodies, yeah. There specifically yeah. are. um. But it's widely believed that this beautiful vacation spot has a past that many were not aware of. <laughs> I knew, I know I wasn't aware of yeah, it. Yeah, no. Um, Jacques Cousteau also bought a mini submarine.
0: Of course he did. Uh-huh.
1: Or, I'm sorry, brought a mini, su- I bet you he bought it too, yeah. though. I mean, it could go either way. It's Jacques <laughs> Cousteau for... <laughs> for fuck's sake. Um, he brought a mini submarine to the lake and did several dives in search of the 1,600-foot bottom. So apparently he like made it down to the depths and like searched the yeah. whole bottom, and that's what led him to say the world isn't ready for yeah. what is down there.
0: I can only assume that was what happened, and then they shut it down.
1: Right. That's and insane. Even up until his death, he refused to release any pictures or data from the expedition. He was... He He, he found them. He found these bodies. I'm a thousand percent sure Uh he found them. And he, like, refused to release the pictures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Another interesting story about Tahoe and the lake is that there is a rumored underground river system that links the lake with Lake Pyramid. I'm sorry, with Pyramid Lake in Nevada. Apparently, the bodies of people who have drowned in Tahoe have surfaced in Pyramid Lake 50 miles to the north. So this is what is leading them to think that there's an underground river system from Tahoe to Pyramid Lake. Uh, This phenomenon, however, may be due to the corpses floating over the North Tahoe Spillway onto the Truckee River and the downstream (sighs) to the Pyramid Lake. I like to think that there's an underground river. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I'm all about those be cool. those conspiracies. Um, and that is the bodies of Lake Tahoe.
0: Yours was <laughs> ten times more terrifying than mine.
1: It's just like unnerving to think that there are. That's
0: uh, I can't. I don't want to swim in Lake Tahoe anymore. I, I do. Really, yeah. I want to. I, I want to find the body. Doesn't matter. I'll swim anywhere. Um, yeah. Give I wanna... this girl some truly and she'll <laughs> Get swim. on a swim. Yeah, it's That's just, like
1: I said, it's pretty unnerving to think that you're swimming in this, like, this beautiful, cl- and how for how clear the lake is, like, mm. it's still so deep, like, we don't even, yeah. we don't even know it's down there, like, you can't just see straight to the bottom.
0: I guess, to be fair, because there's so much water, and there's so much of it, like, mm-hmm. just in that area, like, I, it's not like you're swimming around in people juice.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, they're preserved, so. Oh, so just
0: Still, I don't know, it's weird. And I can only assume that there's ghosts at night on the waters?
1: I would love to think so. Mm. Um, I didn't come across anything where people are seeing water ghosts, but mm. I would love to definitely see a water
0: Guaranteed ghost. Guaranteed ghosts live there. Oh, a thousand percent. Ghosts live
1: there on the water. Yeah, that is your bodies at the bottom of the lake. So cheers to all those.
0: Cheers to all the lost souls. All the
1: lost souls. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think we're ready for your Pup Rescue of the Week.
0: My favorite part. I love puppies.
1: You're going to love this one. Yeah? Yeah. I oh. did this specifically for you. Puppy. We are going to talk about Lake Tahoe Wolf Rescue today.
0: Yes. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> I know that's your favorite animal. That's my so. favorite animal. Okay. Lake Tahoe Wolf Rescue is located in Incline, village which is right there in lake tahoe um lake tahoe wolf rescue specializes in wolves wolf dogs and northern breeds such as malamutes huskies Tamascans or tamascans i guess depending on how you say it and native american indian dogs
0: i have never seen those kind of what
1: they're basically it's like all the wolf dogs, all the big like husky looking wolf okay. dogs. It is the mission and goal of Lake Tahoe Wolf Rescue to save wolves, wolf dogs, and northern breeds from abuse, abandonment, neglect, and harm, and rehabilitate both and rehabilitate them both physically and emotionally.
0: I love this I so much.
1: The LTWR Hopes to educate the public about the right and wrong reasons to own a wolf dog, and to eventually put an end to irresponsible breeding and buying of wolf dogs.
0: Oh, good Lake- for you guys!
1: Lake Tahoe Wolf Rescue is a nonprofit, all-volunteer organization. Donations are greatly appreciated to help them continue to save more animals. A hundred percent of donations goes towards. Food, transportation, spay and neutering, supplies, medical treatment, and anything else these gentle giants may need. If everyone helps just a little bit, so many more amazing babies can be saved from shelters and from off the streets into a loving, nurturing environment. You can call or fax them at 775-833-2066. Or you can go to their website, which is Lake Tahoe Wolfrescue.com. That's Lake Tahoe, T-A-H-O-E Wolfrescue.com. Together we can help and make a difference.
0: Awesome. Yay. That is awesome. I didn't yeah. know that was there.
1: So these guys like will rescue them from like shelters and stuff too so not yeah. just off the streets. so like go to the shelters and get them and rescue yeah. them so that way they don't you know get euthanized oh, or put to wonderful. sleep so i was looking and they used to be like a sanctuary as yeah. well um but right now they're just focusing on like rehabilitating and and saving and like putting them back out yeah into that's the,
0: fantastic
1: yeah so they're pretty cool um and i thought you would love that i do so. love it a lot all right well uh, I think it's time for, last but not least, our ghost dog story. Mm. Are you ready for your ghost? This one's a long one, actually. Is it? Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. So I was looking up ghost dog stories for because I had one for our other, our other story. Mm. And then I had to look up a ghost dog story really quick for Lake Tahoe. So I found um, that there's a ghost dog story in El Dorado Canyon. So I looked up El Dorado Canyon and there is an El Dorado Canyon in Dayton where we oh, were. Oh, okay. Right? 60 miles northeast from Tahoe, which is about an hour and 36 minutes. So I was like, cool. Awesome. So then I started reading the story and doing the research and turns out that the El Dorado Canyon they're talking about is actually 510 miles southeast of Tahoe, which is about 8 hours and 39 minutes, which uh-huh. it's still in Nevada. Yes. So. Still counts. Still counts. It's still in Nevada. <laughs> but I thought that was funny that there was two of them and the one was, you know, yeah. right there. And then the other one was like, just kidding. I'm almost nine <laughs> hours away. Uh, so I'm going to be doing a story on uh, the El Dorado Canyon dogs <laughs> this is the hell dogs of el dorado canyon
0: hell dogs oh yeah
1: so metal. i've been doing pretty you know pretty cute little puppy yeah. stories this one was a little terrifying to this, me, is the but this is the metal version yeah this is the hardcore version um, so, El Dorado Canyon, Nevada has a wide range of historical events. This rich history paired with the chaotic events in the canyon led to numerous ghost stories of dead miners, Native Americans, and pioneers who were once, who once roamed the area. Though, through all of these stories, some of the most intriguing are the ghostly tales of canine spirits. Allegedly, many prospectors kept dogs at their claim sites, in the canyon to protect their property. So this is when like the prospectors and miners would like, you know, go and be looking for gold. So they would like find a site and they would like bring the dogs Mm. with them to like protect the site. Like nobody else could stake claim on the site that they found. These dogs were trained to attack any stranger that trespassed onto their site. And most of the dogs were extremely vicious. When the gold had run out and the miners no longer had any use for the site, the cruel, greedy men would often either shoot their four-legged so-called best friends, release them into the wild of the canyon, or leave them chained to the claim site to die. There have been numerous tales and sightings of these spectral hounds by visitors and locals alike. On the Shadowlands website, shout out to Shadowlands, because yes. we love that site. Oh, yeah.
0: Since I was a kid. <laughs>
1: A story circulated about two brothers who wanted to see the canines for themselves and test their bravery. The two explored the area extensively and came across an old mine shaft. There they noticed what could only be described as an ancient decaying chain embedded into the rocks near the entrance, and upon entering the mine shaft, there in front of them was a pile of what appeared to be huge dog-like bones. Oof. As the sun set, the two quickly set up camp near the entrance of the mine shaft. A little while into their dinner around the campfire, both men got an uneasy feeling and said that the atmosphere started to change to a thick, sinking, charged feeling. Nobody likes that feeling. Oh, yeah.
0: That's a bad feeling. You got to get out of there.
1: Before they knew it, the hairs on the backs of their necks started to stand, and they heard the sound of large dogs panting low guttural growls and the sound of huge paws circling the campsite all of a sudden they heard what sounded to be a scratching coming from the entrance where the chain was and then the chain began to move in what seemed to be a tugging motion away from the rocks as if something was on the other end the two brothers had had enough and quickly and clumsily packed up their gear one of them pointed his flashlight towards the chain where he then saw scratch marks and blood stains appear on the rocks out of nowhere.
0: What the shit?
1: Suddenly, the chain dropped and one of the brothers felt something brush against his leg, sending them both into a panic and running towards their car. They said as they drove off, they can hear the panting, barking, and heavy running of an invisible pack keeping pace with the car for several miles. <laughs> Locals refer to these paranormal hounds as the hell dogs of El Dorado Canyon.
0: That was cool. I yeah, wasn't that crazy? That was, that was scary.
1: So there are still, still pups there guarding their
0: gold. their gold. I'm a little startled. <laughs>
1: um, so that was your
0: ghost dog story. I enjoyed that a lot. That was so good. Thank you. That was a very metal dog story. <laughs>
1: Unlike our dogs right now, who are just mm-hmm. sleeping fat and lazily, They're waiting metal. for us to be done.
0: They've, they've got metal.
1: They're done. Them. So that was, we just got done with the the ghost dog story of the week, mm. so I guess we can drink to that. We can. Because we, I don't think we did. So drink to that. And drink to Tessie, because we didn't drink to Tessie <sighs> either. To them all. Mm. Mm. Um. I think before we do our our outro and before we end this, we, again, we're huge fans and supporters of the podcast and that's why we drink and they are one of the reasons why we actually started our own podcast um along with crime junkies of course Mm -hmm. and they did a little snippet in their um recent episode that uh we decided we wanted to too um because it's something that we without getting too political and without you know Diving in deep to that end of the pool, we wanted to kind of, you know, share our thoughts and um, speak our minds because we really do believe firmly in a no hate policy. We're very non, you know, no discrimination, don't spread hate. And absolutely. Um, the recent. Uh, rise in hate crimes, especially against Asian American Pacific Islander community has gone up tremendously since COVID-19. And we think it's something that we need to speak about and speak against you know the hate crimes that are going on right now it's just not okay and we want to be there to support and help in any way we can so we wanted to give a website that you can visit and you can donate to or act now or this website actually allows you to report a hate incident um which is really cool as any you know, if you see something, then say something, of course. Uh, we talked about that in our earlier podcast too, our earlier episode. Um, so this is, this website is stopaapihate.org. The community stands united against racism. Hate against Asian American Pacific Islander communities has risen throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, and together we can stop it. So we really want to you know just kind of bring some light to this and um we feel strongly about it and we need to you know say something because we do have a platform that we can use to
0: shine some light
1: right um so we're going to we're going to donate and obviously we always keep our eyes peeled and if we see something we say something so that website again is stop a-A-P-I hate dot org. So, like I said, without getting too political, we wanted to say that we this is something we really believe strongly in and um, we really want to stand up against racism and the hate crimes that are going around right now. Please visit that website and donate or report or help in any way that you can. Um, I think, Jess, with that, it's time for our outro. Huh? Let's do it okay so thank you for dropping by barks bruise in a casket for two if you had fun and liked what you heard and are dying for more please rate and subscribe and check us out on social media and if you didn't then i'm still zach bagel bites <laughs> without him suing me uh <laughs> our instagram is at bb underscore ct podcast Our Facebook page is Barks, Brews, and a Casket for Two. And our email is bbctpodcast at gmail.com. We have a website, and that is www.bbctpodcast.com. Keep your pups close and stay brewed for episode four. As always, stay Stay spooky, spooky, boozers. boozers.